Support for Kansas City Today comes from Grandma's Office Catering, delivering made-from-scratch hot meals and individual boxed lunches for fast distribution to offices, warehouses, and factories, even on nights and weekends. Details are at grandmascatering.com. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia-Dean. Today is Friday, November 3rd. Coming up, Shawnee City Hall has been turbulent recently, culminating in a sexting scandal involving the new city manager. Some blame a sharp rightward tilt on the city council. I think it's directly tied to partisan agendas, and I think it is because they wanted someone who they felt would align with their priorities more so than our former city manager. We'll hear more on the battle for Shawnee. Plus, how a local college is using music to acknowledge its history with slavery. But first, some headlines. Jackson County voters will decide Tuesday whether to impose a sales tax on items bought online from out of state. KCUR's Lisa Rodriguez explains. A use tax is imposed when a person buys something from outside of Missouri, like purchasing a coat online from a company based in Colorado or ordering art materials from a West Coast supplier. Jackson County wants to add a 1.38 percent tax, the same as the local sales tax rate, to be used for road and bridge construction, aid for unhoused people and people at risk of becoming homeless, and repairs to county courthouses. The tax would be tied to the local sales tax, so if voters raise or lower that rate, the use tax would also be reduced or raised by the same amount. Advance voting is already underway. Polls open Tuesday at 6 a.m. The Kansas City Police Department is working with an anti-violence group to publicize some of the city's unsolved homicides. Ad Hoc Group Against Crime announced yesterday it'll put videos on YouTube every week that tell the story of a homicide victim. The first video is about 17-year-old Ricky Monroe, who was killed on June 25th outside a house party. His aunt, Rainisha Elbert, says the family is trying to stop the culture against snitching and asking parents to teach their children how to speak up. I don't think we impact that enough in our generation to um, let it flow down to our younger generation. So it's babies killing babies. So far this year, police report 75 unsolved homicides in the city. We'll be back after this. It's Friday night. What places are you heading to for post-work happy hour? Tell us, this podcast is making a best of the best list and needs recommendation for happy hour menus at restaurants in KC. Text us at 816-601-4777. That's 816-601-4777. Standard texting rates apply. Shawnee, Kansas, has been a relatively calm, quiet suburb. But in recent years, culture war battles, lawsuits, and staff turnover have roiled the city hall. Earlier this week, a sexting scandal involving the city manager blew up, just ahead of a municipal election next Tuesday. And the question is, who's responsible for all the trouble? KCUR's Frank Morris reports. The Shawnee City Council called an emergency meeting. After some city employees got emails with a sexting video featuring the city manager. The council put the manager on paid administrative leave while they sort out who's responsible. Laurel Brunchfield, who's running for an open seat on the council, says partisan politics gave Shawnee its current city manager. I think it's directly tied to partisan agendas. And I think it is because they wanted someone who they felt would align with their priorities more so than our former city manager. The city of Shawnee has had trouble keeping staff lately. In the last two years, a city manager, two deputy city managers, the directors of finance and communications all quit. 
That's the short list. That's not normal. Lisa Larson-Brunel lost her seat on the council two years ago when a block of conservative Republican council members swept into power. A group, she says, hasn't worked well with staff. Because this is certainly a council that is not interested in being educated and being provided facts that might counter what their opinions are. That's one problem. Members of the council have made disparaging comments and taken positions hostile to LGBTQ rights. She says that atmosphere has driven out some of the very people who made Shawnee a nice place to live all these years. But conservatives on the council, like Mike Kemley, who's running for mayor, say it's not the council's job to validate city employees. I have a critical mind and a critical eye towards every project that comes before us. I think when the people of Shawnee send us to represent them, they don't want someone to just rubber stamp and say yes to everything. <laughs> I met up with Kemling at his house. He's a dentist. His wife homeschools their four young daughters. He's been on the city council for a decade and votes consistently against new apartment buildings or condos. He supports a controversial ordinance forbidding more than three unrelated people from living in the same residence. He says his constituents want single-family housing, and they don't like development incentives. You know, by and large, I tend to favor the free market and lesser government when possible, lower taxes, um, less regulations. Kemling voted against tax incentives for businesses downtown, a part of the city widely viewed as a municipal success story. Kemling's opponent in the mayor's race, Mickey Sandifer's, having a cup of coffee at McLean's Market, a busy, high-end bakery, coffee shop, and sandwich place that replaced a beat-up old gas station in downtown Shawnee. It was a very, very, very rough building. The city put up $300,000 for the project. Kemling calls that money a handout and says it wasn't necessary. Sandifer says it was a smart investment. And now they're bringing in tax dollars They've taken a building and well over doubled its value. Sandifer, who served 16 years on the city council, says recently passed property tax cuts may trigger future shortfalls and even cuts to police and fire. He says multifamily housing developments would boost tax revenue. And here's the thing. Sandifer is a Republican. He's just not that kind of Republican currently holding the reins in Shawnee. And that's an issue. And that played out here in Kim Stevermer's front yard. Stevermer is a Republican precinct captain. He got a flyer from a group called Northwest Johnson County Republicans. And that flyer convinced Stevermer that a guy he's known since kindergarten was a Democrat. It, it was upsetting to me because it was contrary to what I thought Mickey represented. Stevermer had a red, white, and blue Sandifer sign right here in his front yard. He yanked it, tried to give it back only to find that Sandifer had been a Republican all along. And so when I was putting the sign back out just now, I realized how alive and well propaganda is in today's society and how dangerous it is. Shawnee voters will decide the council election Tuesday. The staffing issues at City Hall will take longer to sort out. For KCUR 89.3, I'm Frank Morris. William Jewell College has commissioned a brand new choral work called The Canon for Racial Reconciliation. Classical Casey's Brooke Knoll spoke with choral studies director Anthony Maglione and composer Isaac Cates about the piece, which is part of the college's broader effort to reckon with its racial history. Like many institutions uh, in the United States, they are trying to own up to this past 
of having enslaved workers. And the way that sort of manifests at William Jewell is that some of the buildings and certain members who founded the school did have slaves. What William Jewell is trying to do is be transparent the best we can with the community about our history and then address it and then make changes to move forward and be better. This piece of music addresses head-on this topic, and as soon as I presented it, the administration just dove in, and they thought that this would be a great project to support. Kansas City-based composer and conductor Isaac Cates is co-writing the work, which melds Orthodox church music with American gospel sounds. We said, oh, that's the same as call and response in the Black tradition. Um, And so we found ways to kind of like, okay, how do we use these lyrics that are very beautiful and compelling and joyous and some of it sad to bring the, the traditions, the sounds, the oral traditions together? And that's what we've endeavored to do. And even the composing of the piece, I think, is reconciliatory. Isaac Cates, along with composer Nicholas Reeves, have set to music a collection of poetic reflections on race relations from the perspective of an African-American woman. Dr. Carla Thomas is an African-American convert to orthodoxy, and she penned this over 20 years ago. And I don't know that she thought that 20 years later it would still be as relevant as it is, but here we are. Here we are, and it is still really relevant. Isaac Cates and his own vocal group, Ordained, will join Cardinalis, an adult choir led by Anthony Maglione, as well as students from William Jewell College, who are jumping at the chance to premiere this important work alongside professional singers. Man, I'll tell you right now, these students are good. They work their butts off. Yes, they are. They practice diligently. I'll send them out with extremely complicated sections of the music and say, okay, in two days, I want you back and I want this note learned. And they come back in with it note learned. And it's pretty darn amazing. As they look to the past and to the future, this project brings up complex emotions for both Anthony and Isaac. I think as a black man, I mean, and I mean this with all my whole heart, I have lived through some very interesting things in my 38 years, and I have seen it from racial profiling to um, belonging. And I'm just going to even go here. You know, I go in classical circuits and I'm the gospel guy. I go in gospel black circuits and I'm the classical dude. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh, they hear my group sing the carol of the bells, and oh, it's so soulful. It's not. You, you're only saying that because you see us. If you heard it before you saw us, it wouldn't be soulful. It would just be beautiful. You know, I mean, do we sing soulful? Absolutely. When it's time for it, but so can white people. And black people can sing beautiful arias as well. And so I just think breaking down some of these biases, these implicit biases that we all have, just breaking down some of them and, and facing them and saying, you know what, mm, I'm in that too, you know, but also we're in it together. I hope this moves people and I hope it makes them think about the way they interact with our brothers and sisters that don't look like us. And we've got to find a way to appreciate each other and respect each other with our various beliefs and our various appearances. And I think that more collaborative work like this is going to help us get there. And I honestly, I believe, and I tell my students all the time, if everyone sang in choir, like everyone had to sing in choir, maybe they'd all learn how to listen to each other. It's so important to remember that we're humans, you know, we're people. We're living this lived experience and we need each other.
thanks to Classical Casey's Brooke Knoll and Sam Wiseman for this story. Find out more about the Canon for Reconciliation at classicalkc.org. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia-Dean. This podcast is produced by Trevor Grandin and KCUR Studios and edited by Lisa Rodriguez and Gabe Rosenberg. To read Frank's story about Shawnee and Brooke's story about the canon for racial reconciliation, visit kcur.org where you can find more local news from Kansas City's NPR station. If you like our show and you want to help us out, please leave us a review on your favorite podcast app. Thanks for listening and I'll see you tomorrow. You listen to Kansas City Today every day because we're your local, reliable news source. You take us seriously. But now it's time to have some fun. Join us at our annual benefit, Radioactive, on June 14th. NPR's All Things Considered host Ari Shapiro is the featured guest at this party, and it's gonna be bumping. You gotta be there. Sponsorship packages and ticket information are available at kcur.org radioactive.